What's up, crew? Time for a, another episode of the studio here. Don't have the actual number <laughs> in front of me. Uh, I want to say something like 141, but uh, yeah, the date, March 25th, 2021. And uh, yeah, this is the show where we hashtag talk nerdy. And if you're out there live or joining us in a replay somewhere, remember that uh, the conversation can always continue down in the comments below. So I uh, did a podcast earlier. just wanted to throw it out there for those that did not catch that one. Um, you might want to jump into that. Uh, we've got Senators Ted Cruz and uh, Chuck Grassley, who had introduced a bill some time ago, actually a couple of different times. Um, it involves, you know, fixed nicks and, and uh, some different things like that, harsher penalties for those that commit a crime with a firearm, harsh penalties for those that try to purchase a firearm that are uh, restricted persons, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, don't remember the name of offhand, but in that podcast, uh, Ghost joined me on that one for a little bit over an hour. And uh, we kind of went through as much of it as we could and uh, talked about, um, you know, is it good? Is it bad? You know, some of the, the talking points around that and, uh, Pretty much, uh, yeah, we'll make uh, let you make up your mind as to whether or not Republicans can do gun control any better than the Democrats, right? Uh, so go check that one out. But for tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, here in a couple of weeks, knock on wood, crossing fingers, throwing salt, uh, that we get to go to the Wanamaker Tulsa Arms Show. If you're not familiar with that, it is the largest gun show in the world. Uh, going to be making that we're going to be talking tonight a little bit about our experiences in the past with that what we look forward to um you know in a couple of weeks uh and give a little bit of a backstory and history on things as well as we're moving forward so if you've got questions about the the show itself if you've got questions about things we've done at the show if you've got questions about covering live events uh like the tulsa wanamaker arms show um you know, anything and everything dealing with the nerdy side of things, or if you're just curious about the show itself, follow me. So those out there in the chat, we're definitely not the end all be all source on it, but uh, we've got a lot of experience with that show. So with that said, we've got a, a fairly limited panel tonight. Let's run it through and then we'll jump in and talk about the largest gun show in the world. Uh, Papa is with us, 45 ACP. How are you, buddy? I am doing well. Excited about the show. This show coming up. This will be my first time to this show. I've heard lots of good nice. things about it. Nice. So we expect you to fully participate, ask some questions, and, and hopefully other things tonight. Mm -hmm. um, and then Ghost back in the house. What's up? Well, I just I'm I'm been working on my poster signs I'm be carrying around. If you're if you're unfamiliar with Wanamaker, a lot of people walk around with signs selling guns. I'm gonna be walking around with signs, um, trying to get conversations started. Like I'm anti-gun. I'm just here for the uh, Philly cheesesteaks. I'm just here for the jerky or whatever, <laughs> just to see if I can start a, an ar an argument there. You know, I don't want to get down that rabbit hole, and we might before it's over with. But sadly, I don't know that many people would care. That's I agree. The vibe I, agree. I get. Uh, it is. It's a little bit FUD central in that place, so to speak. So, uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get into uh, a lot of that, I'm sure, before it's uh, before it's said and done. So, want to want to premise this because I don't want folks out there to think that uh, we're talking about just going. I've got a few comments, and I've had a few um, comments and things in passing. That's like, oh, you know. Hope you find some cool stuff and, you know, enjoy your time and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I want to make it clear that for years now, literally years now, except for, of course, 2020, which was shut down everywhere. This has been a working event. Um, I don't remember what year it was, but, but I've got a literally a stack of Tulsa Arms Show media badges in there. And... Um, so it's been, been quite a few years. Uh, we had contacted them about uh, working media for the event. 
And up until uh, our little little band, little group, which is open to pretty much anybody willing to turn on a camera, take some pictures, whatever it might be, and do a little work. Um, but um, they just really didn't give out media passes much. They didn't like people being there. And part of that, uh, and I'll let Ghost jump in because he had, uh, him and I had a conversation actually with uh, old man Wanamaker. I'm going to lovingly call him that. Um, the very first time that we attended the event, we got to meet him and sit down and talk with him for a while. But, um, you know, you got the impression basically that, you know, some people would get in there and not have the most glowing report or coverage. Right. And so I think one thing that they were excited about with the opportunity of having, you know, gun tubers, uh, Instagram, Facebook, social media folks, whatever it might be, right. Coming in uh, and doing some things is that, you know, unequivocally we're going to be pro gun, right. Um, whether we're pro two a or not, uh, we're not going to show that. <laughs> We're not going to show the event in a bad light or, you know, anything like that. So we're certainly, you know, far from anti uh, 2A or anti-gun. So I think they were excited. And then as the events rolled on, because I should back up and say that this show has been going on for, uh, good Lord, 60 years or something like that. Uh, happens every uh, Happens every April and every November. Uh, you can check out their website. They keep a schedule, usually years in advance, honestly, on it. Um, well over 4,000 tables, thousands and thousands of people attend. Uh, if you can't find it there, if you are looking for oddities and, and rarities and stuff like that, uh, if you can't find it there, you're probably never going to find it, to be quite honest with you. But, um, yeah, to jump back on what I was talking about, then we, we went out that first, had that first outing, and um, – Ever since that first time, we all kind of settled on a hashtag that we used for our content. And so we were able to show our work. And, you know, I've never been met with anything other than acceptance. There are some old crotchety dudes that have their personal collections that they don't want to talk to you or they don't want to be on camera. They'll talk to you, but they don't want to be on camera or, you know, do even do an audio thing. They really don't want you taking pictures or, but, you know, for the most part, uh, we've had a, a, a wonderful reception been very well received by not only the show, the promoters of the show, but the, um, um, but the vendors there, the people in the booths and stuff as well. Right. So, um, yeah, just to just kind of lay the groundwork on what has went on. Right. And, um, it's also a great time. I mean, at one time we had upwards of 30 different, you know, we'll call them creators. Uh, upwards of 30 different uh, people there at one time, which was insane. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Something that um, I don't think as far as our inner circle goes, people being in one place at one time, uh, it, that doesn't even happen at an NRA or a SHOT show that everybody's able to get together in one place at one time, seems like, uh, for that, which is, is pretty amazing. So a lot of camaraderie, and um, we get to see each other. Uh, obviously we get to browse and shop uh, on some free time and then ultimately do some work uh, and promote the world's largest gun show. So uh, with that, I'm going to bring ghost in because you know, you were, i let you talk a little bit about the early days of, of working the show and you was there the, uh, the time that uh, Mr. Wanamaker wanted to talk with us. So you want to jump in and, and uh, elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, I, I want to say it was the November show of 2017. I want to say it was um, that we all went as media for the first time, and, and you were very instrumental on getting that hooked up because they were apprehensive uh, about having media. Not necessarily because they haven't had it. It's just typically gun shows don't like cameras around. That's just the way it's always kind of been. So when we go up and we pick up our badges to hand out, this was uh, – was it Friday night or was it Saturday morning? I can't remember. Either one. I think it was the Friday before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was. We went to JM Davis that day and then that night we went in. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Old Man Watermaker was there. Well, we, we went in there and they said, well, Mr. Watermaker wants to see you guys. And I, and I think it was more to meet us 
um, but also to kind of maybe figure out what our intentions were, sure. you know, feel us out. Uh, but yeah. we spent, you know, 15, 20 minutes with this guy. And, and uh, by the end of it, within, within two minutes, I think he realized, oh, okay, these guys are good to go. So we sat there for 15 minutes. And by then he was like, well, do you guys want me to introduce you to this guy? He was on Bonanza and Gunsmoke. You know, he was talking about the different people that he, and so it went from feeling us out to, uh, make sure you go see these people and, and all of that stuff. And so it was really, really cool. Um, the great thing for Wanamaker, for us, is that was a precursor and kind of a dress rehearsal, not for SHOT Show as far as all that, but getting to understand the walking around. It's seven acres under one building. Uh, massive amount of people. You're going to have to worry about audio, worrying about your video, what to carry in a bag. So if you're looking to go to a shot show or NRAM or USCCA or one of those, um, Wanamaker, I, I'm not going to speak for you. I think that we both agree, but Wanamaker for me was an amazing dress rehearsal to figure out what I needed to do better before shot show a couple months later. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you also learn a lot from shot show, but yes, that's a, yeah. a great first step for sure. I think, um, and working out audio, I got to say that, that, uh, you know, if we get into the tech portions of it, working out audio. Um, if you can work out audio at Wanamaker, you're going to be okay with audio pretty much anywhere you go, I believe. Any yeah, suggestions well, on what you should bring for audio? Don't use your microphone strictly from your, your camera, whether it's a camera or a phone. You need to have a wired microphone, whether it's a lavalier or a boom mic. You need to have a wired, dedicated microphone to give you the best chance. If you're just using your cell phone to video and you're using the actual speakers and the microphone of the cell phone, it's going to pick up every little thing. At least give a lavalier or a boom mic, something that's hardwired into something that will give you the best chance. I would agree, and I would, I would take it a step further and go, if you're talking about a shotgun mic, uh, lobs, obviously, you're going to clip them on lapels or shirts or whatever, shirt pockets or whatever. Uh, if you're talking about like a shotgun mic, um, the direction in which you point that, be mindful of that. Um, so a lot of these booths um, will have, you know, some type of drapery, some type of signage, some type of, of back to the booth. So try to arrange that, that interview or whatever that you're having. So, hey, can we stand over here maybe, right? And then so instead of have that shotgun mic shooting past and picking up, you know, everything, not only you in that booth, but everything beyond for literally acres and acres of people walking around talking, at least you've got some kind of a break, some kind of a buffer there uh, behind you. And sometimes it's just flags. Sometimes it may be just a T-shirt display. Uh, sometimes it may just be a rack of firearms. Right. But it's some type we've all seen. Uh, audio studios like podcasting studios certainly not here i'm not that fancy that have the, like corrugated stuff on the wall right uh but that absorbs sound and and that sort of thing so it's kind of works like that kind of finds you some kind of a natural sound and break that way you've got that shotgun mic pointed toward it and, and it works pretty good but i mean if you've got a lob set up um depending on the lob setup you've got of course uh, I think that's probably optimal, and and that's going to be something I employ this year. That um, that I've typically only used the shotgun mics uh, in previous years. So uh, it's going to be my first experience. I know from seeing other videos because we've had many creators work that show, uh, you know how they work. So I know what to expect, but it will be my first experience uh, doing it with Bob mics. So with uh, with that, um, that was a great question, Papa. By the way, um, but yeah, just talking about shows. You said this is your your this will be your first time, right? Going to the show. Yeah, this will be my first time to Wanamaker. All right. And are are you planning on working some content angles while you're there? Or I know you said you were only going to be there for one day. So is that something that you? I, I plan to be there doing. on one day. I do consider on uh, doing doing something anyway mm -hmm. uh, with the show, um, but you know, kind of getting my feet wet, kind of getting my my land legs under me. Um, I know I'm going to be overwhelmed by just the amount of stuff that's there. 
I, I can tell you just being there one day for your first time, you'll spend the first half the day just getting your bearing of where you are in that building. So, yeah, you'll be ready for that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm excited to you know, meet other content creators, and I'm excited to see the show, and I know I won't be able to see all of it, but I'm going to do my best. And Well, if it makes you feel any better, um, this last time, which was good Lord over a year, no, a year ago now, uh, now, stop out there. Great points as wear comfortable shoes. No doubt. That's any show you're covering. But, um, you know, I will say this, this. This last time, I took a half a day. Um, I mean, we had plenty of creators. And so I was kind of eyeballing, walking around, kind of looking for, for cer certain things on a list anyway. Right. So by doing that, um, I just walked up and down every single aisle. And I was scanning. I didn't stop at any table or anything else, but I was scanning for, you know, certain things I was looking at. And I was kind of making a mental note of, okay, you know, this is here. Come back and check this out later, whatever. Uh, but I wanted to walk the entire, the entire show um, without stopping, just literally walking up and down aisles, just eyeballing things in racks, things on tables, that sort of thing as best I could while I walked nonstop. It took me a half a day. It took me, exactly a half a day of walking so that being said you know if you stopped anywhere looked at anything uh and that's not accounting okay well i'm going to spend 15 or 20 minutes with this person getting content or something like that yeah there's no way you're gonna even in in a weekend even for a, on a, a saturday and a sunday you're at you're not gonna be able to see the show anyway uh, they could stretch that show and make it a week like shot show. And I don't think you could see everything, which is crazy. Yeah. That's my understanding. My, uh, the old gunsmith will be there with me and he's been to that show several times. Right. That'll be good. Uh, G23 says, what about using the Sarmonic wireless, uh, dual mics? That's what I plan on, on using. Uh, like I said, it'll be the first time I've used any type of a, a lob mic, but my plan is to use those. Those have worked out really well on everything so far when i remember to plug everything in and keep the batteries charged and so forth and so on so go ahead ghost oh i, I was going to say you know we've, we've talked about this on numerous times but they say that over the two days saturday and sunday if you wanted to spend time at every booth i think it was what seven seconds per booth to for you to see all the booths in two days if you I have think seven so. seconds per booth, something like that, it's crazy. I think so. And that's not enough to even scan a table. Or it's certainly not enough to scan everything on a rack sometimes uh, that's in that booth. So, yeah. So, I want to switch this up. Seems that that pop-up has never been before. Um, and I want to shift into, I wanted to talk about some of our past experiences and, and everything. I think we'll save that. I think let's start with kind of what we're expecting from this show what we're expecting to do. I want to run that through the panel. Uh, and again, if, if there's somebody out there, no snobs out there, um, he said he's been going his whole life, still hadn't seen it all. And, and I would, uh, I would agree with that. So, but I know snobs planning on going to see Buck. Buck's trying to make that decision. That guy's wife chimed in earlier. Uh, she's making the trip uh, again. I think DJ play nice planning on making it down. Quite a few people are, are working on the trip. If you're out there, uh, let us know in the comments, either live or down in the comments below, you know, what's your, you know, what's the uh, purpose of your trip? What's some of the things you're looking forward to at the show? So, um, we'll start out with you, Papa, and then ghost and I potentially, or, or folks out in the, in the chat can maybe address a few of the things. So when you're talking about going to the show, um, you have any specifics in mind when it comes to not just the creator side of things, but you know, thoughts in your mind about how you might approach things, uh, or also even from just the just the buyer, the connoisseur, the the tire kicker in you, um, certain things that you're looking forward to maybe seeing while you're there. Uh, I'm looking to you know find some some older stuff. That's uh, some of the stuff I'm enjoying at the moment. Uh, I'm going down with a bunch of guys that have been there several times, so I'm hoping on that eight hour drive down there, I can kind of pick their brains a little bit and. Kind of get a get a lay of the land maybe from from them, but uh, you know I 
I have never done any content creation from a show. You know, I've gone to several here in town, but um, this will be a new experience for me and something I, I need to probably expand on and figure out and, and step mm -hmm. out of my comfort zone. So I'm really looking forward to for this, to this trip to help grow the channel and well, grow myself. One thing I'll, I'll say about that, one of the first things, I mean, when you talk about, okay, this is my first time at a live show, first time doing content, and I think Snob and, and Ghost and the rest of them will agree. Um, the first thing to get used to is just approaching people, right? Ghost is exactly. just approaching the people in that booth, and it's like, how do yeah. you approach somebody? Because especially your first time, right? It's like you're nervous, you're hesitant, you don't want to necessarily bug them you're afraid of them telling you no many things could be going around in your mind right yeah and a lot of my you know a lot of my experience with retail i mean i know they're they're make, trying to make their living here and you know i don't want to take away maybe a sale or something from them, so that's right it's always in the back of my mind sometimes All right uh snob does got a great point he said if you go to this one it will ruin all other gun shows for you and that is true i walk into the local one here and i don't go to it very often anymore and it's pitiful. It is pitiful. And it's a pretty decent show. But uh, once you've been to Wanamaker, yeah. So uh, what about you, Ghost, as far as approaching your first time doing content? You know, any thoughts as far as the approach to people in those booths or vendors or whatever? Well, I have a lot of different approaches. But one of them this year is obviously now going to be avoiding snob at all possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he says he wants to give me a kiss. So I, I'm going to run from snob when I see snob. Now, um, I think a lot of it is, is yeah, it's just, um, it's, it's just learning how to, and like I said, this was a great dress rehearsal for shot because, um, at shot, they're expecting you to come up and talk to them. So it's right. easier than Wanamaker because Wanamaker, once again, most gun shows don't allow any media, don't allow cameras, don't allow all of that. And so you're, you might be talking to a local gun shop that has a booth there that's never seen media at a gun show. Right. And so they're going to be ultimately skeptical at first. And you just sit there and say, look, we're, you know, I like some of the stuff you got. I like to maybe promote your show, your shop. And maybe they do that. But yeah, you have to kind of figure out how to massage your way into a discussion. And a lot of times it's just talking to them. Not even, don't even bring your camera out. Just mm -hmm. talking to them about their stuff and say, oh, hey, by the way, we're here as media. You know, some people have been talking the last few minutes. I think it'd be kind of cool. Do you mind if we do it? And, and maybe do it that way. Um, I would say this, though. One of the biggest things that um, you'll learn quickly, and, and I don't know what setup you plan on bringing 45, but don't overload yourself with gadgets. Mm -hmm. Um I know, I know you can. I mean, Snob and Obnoxious and Sars, they had like 17 cameras on them at one point. I get it. But if you're, if you're looking to not just do content, but you're looking to be a consumer and a buyer and, oh, by the way, I do content, you know, maybe carry a little bitty uh, selfie tripod type thing. Uh, you know, carry the minimal things that you can carry to produce content because when you're walking that much, that weight will get to you. Plus, you also have to say there's going to be 20-some thousand people there, and you're going to be bumping into people. People don't care that you're media. They don't care that you're there to do content. They're going to bump you. They're going to push you. They're going to do all of that. So be mindful of the gear that you bring as well. Yeah, I just plan on bringing a couple cell phones, maybe a small tripod and, and some mics. You know, I've got a lavalier mic, and i got a boom mic. So. Mm. No, oh, yeah, that would be perfect. Um, yes. You know, giving people, I'll tell you, cut, cutting your teeth, it's, it's, here's the thing. Whenever you go to an event, um, it's, it's getting that first one knocked out. It seems like once you get that first one under your belt, it, things kind of, you find your groove, right? Things start to snowball. So, Part of my advice is, and especially in in April, um, I see two different types of of Wanamakers, and and it, all bets may be off because there was absolutely none last year. So who knows? Um, but typically, April is the old crotchety dudes and the private collections, and there's just an overwhelming amount of that stuff. And then in November. You see a little more of the manufacturing production. These, this company produces targets. This company 
it's some kind of gadget. This company is a big company that does some type of parts. You've got uh, like uh, different collectors associations there and some other stuff that are more industry side of things. Right. Um, but regardless, there's there's almost no doubt going to be some industry type uh, entities there. Uh, I can several come to mind right now. I'm not going to spitball any of them out and, and confuse anybody. But one of my suggestions would be target for like your first interview, maybe target one of those companies, right? Not a regular person that's got an awesome collection of this, that, or the other, but target an actual company. And especially if you've used their products as well. Oh, that's, that's true too. Uh, get that one under your belt, you know? And so that's going to give you a little more confidence, uh, and everything, but then realize you're going to have to change it up when you get into that, that guy that's got the personal collection. Um, you know, he might be okay with you taking pictures, but like turn all the price tags over or, you know, Hey, uh, I don't want to be on the video. I don't mind talking, but you know, uh, just face the camera down. And while he's talking, you run some B roll and edit or something, right. Um, you know, something along that lines, I mean, cater to them, uh, just be understanding that they're a regular person there. Uh, and it's like, Hey man, I've got interest in your collection is amazing and it's awesome. And I'd love for you to talk about this collection, but I understand that you might not be comfortable on camera or my understanding. You might not be comfortable talking. Um, you know, do you mind just giving me some bullet points about your collection even and making some notes, right? And then you can voice over or do something like that in an edit later on to kind of get the point across. So it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a good lesson to me. Because of the diversity, as Ghost said, with Shot Show, it's really kind of, it's really kind of monotonous. You you you're dealing with it's all the same vibe, but you've got different people in different booths with different types of attitudes, right? Um, so one thing that I think is beneficial from a, something like Wanamaker is you're dealing with so many different people, uh, with whether it be the vendors or the you know, like I said, the industry side of things or whatever, you're dealing with so many different people coming with so with, with a different mindset on each one, right? That it gets you accustomed to kind of bobbing and weaving and having and, and working on the fly with those people. And then when you make a bigger show like Shot Show or something like that, then you, you can you can switch modes a lot quicker when you walk into a booth because you're like, okay, well, this is a crotchety old dude in this booth, right? So it's like, you know, kind of know already how to approach him. You're comfortable with that. Or, hey, this is a younger guy that really knows tech and his products, right? And then you walk into that booth. So in a way, uh, though it's it's two totally separate styles of shows. I mean, they, they really couldn't be any further apart. The element of people, right, is still there. And I think the skills that you could pick up uh, at Wanamaker and just dealing with people, I think, uh, apply really well. That's my take anyway. What do you think about that ghost? Yeah. I mean, uh, first and foremost, something to be cognitive of if you're going to be there for your first time at, at a show is do not ever assume that it's okay for you to take pictures or video right. of anybody's booths. Uh, gotcha. before you even pull out a camera, I would have a business card ready to go, um, and tell them who you are and you, you've got to ask every single one of them, Hey, do you mind? Because if you don't, if you start taking pictures or video of someone's booth, right. that could really set things off in a bad way, not just for you, but for any media being asked back. Yeah. Um, so that's, there's that part, but yeah, I, I think that there's, uh, a Wanamaker and any other industry show is completely different because ultimately this is still a gun show. And as it is a gun show, it's not an industry show. There is industry there. Uh, there are companies that are going to be there that everyone knows and they're there every time. Um, but ultimately it's a gun show. And I think that the biggest thing that you can learn from this is how to man and pace yourself, how to figure out what equipment works with, with audio um, what you can and can't get by as far as battery charge. I mean, the, the tech side of stuff, more importantly, I think that it's just like Clover said, learning how to talk to different people in different scenarios, because you go to shot shore in Ram, you go to a booth, you're talking to either a salesman or a marketing or a social media person. You go to a booth at Wanamaker, you're talking to the owner of Joe Paul's gun shop. Yeah. That, 
probably doesn't even know, care what social media is. And so they don't care that you're there. Um, so that, that side of it is interesting. It's, it, the dynamic of, of learning how to read people or, you know, they're, they're, you're going to walk up to someone and have a three minute conversation and you'll know within 30 seconds, there is no way this guy wants to do an interview with me. No way whatsoever. So you just keep, Hey, I like your collection. Good luck. And you just walk away. Um, but ultimately it comes down to, honestly, it's just enjoying being there. Um, you don't have to be there strictly as a content creator. You don't have to be there strictly as a consumer. Do it both ways because I think Clover will say the same thing. The first three or four or five times we went to Wanamaker, we were there strictly as media. The last couple times we went, we both kind of enjoyed just walking around without a camera, just walking around at a gun show and looking to see what was out there. And, and we both bought stuff and different things. And uh, it's Americana at its best because a, a gun show besides this, you're going to have t-shirt vendors. You're going to have knife vendors. You're going to have beef jerky vendors. You're going to have ammo, you know, anything and everything. A lot of military stuff, um, a lot you know, of patches, a lot of surplus stuff. So you're going to see everything that you may not see at a normal gun show. So, Take I'll say this, Papa. Take a few hours for your time for yourself and just Absolutely. enjoy it. One hundred percent, just enjoy it. I do plan on taking some time for myself and enjoying it, and yeah, you know, one or two interviews if I can. I'm going to try to get those squ squeezed in there too. So, well, and yeah. and while you're walking around, I mean, you know, for those that that do Instagram or or you do Facebook or something like that, uh, man, pictures for that kind of thing is is that's easy. You know what I'm saying? Just while yeah. you're talking to a guy, just say, hey, you know, you know, I always say, you know, when the time comes, make sure that you identify yourself, obviously, and fall back hard on that on that press pass. You're going to get a legit. It's going to say Watermaker Tulsa Arms Joe Press or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, the, except for our, you know, little crew that has historically shown up over the last several years, four or five years, whatever it is. Um, they're not used to that. Um, and so when they see something like that, that's, that offers a, a level of legitimacy. That doesn't mean that they, it instantly changes their mind that they're going to allow that. Right. But maybe say, Hey, you know, I'm working media for the show, you know, and, and you know, can I take a few pictures, you know, of your products? I, Hey, I won't mention the booth. I won't mention, who you are and all you're going to do is essentially you're going to tag the show and that kind of stuff. Right. Right. But it gets back into the overall. I mean, we want to, we want to promote, we want to help out the industry, the, the companies that are there uh, that want our help, obviously. But at the same time, the bigger thing is to get out how amazing and awesome the world's largest gun show is. Yeah, that's the overarching theme. So even little pictures here and there, like the guy that has this amazing Colt snake gun collection. And, and if he's there, uh, I'm going to hit him up again and try to do some kind of a podcast episode. Just <laughs> get him on audio. I don't even care if he gives me his real name. It's like we could work around that. I don't care. I just want to talk to you about how you've amassed this collection over yeah, the years. Yeah, you know? Pick his brain on the history or um, the stuff he knows on it. But yeah. I did get in this last time or maybe the time before he let me take pictures. Uh, I actually got to handle them and move them around and, and everything and, and take pictures, um, which was at least at least some kind of a some kind of a step. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, he was just like, well, I don't want. And I said, well, I understand. I'm not going to put your booth number or anything like that. I'm just going to say, you know, tag that it was at the at the gun show. And he's like, oh, OK, I, you know, I'm fine with that. Um, you know, and I understand. I guess I understand it uh, to an extent. So. Uh, yeah, that guy's wife said uh, that she's made friends out there uh, that are uh, her comfort zone, uh, starting with them. It helped her to branch out and talk to other people in booths. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Grandpa says take extra batteries. Um, yeah, batteries, battery packs are a good thing. Now, we will have a table. We've been uh, blessed enough to, once again, even though they hadn't had it, for the last two shows uh, to get spotted a table uh, for staging. And um, now I don't know that we will have access to power. Hopefully so we'll bring a few extension cords just in case we can maybe Robert snake some, um, uh, yeah, 
snake yeah. some uh, power off of another booth or something like that. We've done that in the past to be able to put up a multi charger or something to kind of help people get charged up. But but to be all in all honesty, um, don't go. I say don't go into this thinking that you know, like a shot show or NRA. I think Ghost will back me up on this. You go into it with looking at possibly ten or fifteen video appointments or whatever it might be a day, you know, because that's what you do at that show, right? Um, don't don't really go into this thinking, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to go in and I want to get five, you know, in one day or you know anything like that, um, because it's uncertain how people are going to react. And like I said, you, you've got to get your, especially if you're new, you got to get your bearings and your other stuff. So just, um, G Webb said a long time ago, when we were talking about working shows, he said, remain fluid. You got to be fluid. Right. And I totally agree mm -hmm. with Wanamaker. You've got to be fluid. Yeah. I think I'll be happy if I get one, I'll be ecstatic if I get two. So, right. Um, it's just kind of dipping my toe in, getting my feet wet. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, media from a good point of view, because I've been to a show here in central Iowa that you had the national media here and not only national, but international media mm -hmm. at that show. And, you know, just to be a fly on the wall there, but, you know, there were people from all over the place walking around that show and media from all over the place and hounding people and hounding dealers. And, and it, it was really interesting to go, but, you know, it was just wasn't the, the best media situation that I could. Well, the, the funny thing is, is aside from us, there won't, there shouldn't, I should say, there shouldn't be any other media at the show. Like so, um, like, you know, I, the funny thing is the first two or three shows that we went, uh, like in November, April, and in November, um, we went as media. Eventually, we saw the secure, the same security guards that they'll remember us now. Mm -hmm. But the first couple, yeah. three shows, like we'd be filming someone and the security would come over and say, excuse me, you can't be filming here because they weren't privy to the fact that we had media badges. They weren't because they had never, it. yeah, they weren't yeah. used to it. But now they see us like, Hey, what's going on? I haven't seen you in a while or whatever, you know, it's the same ones. Um, but even we were getting questioned and pulled off to the side by security guards and Hey, you can't film in here. And like, actually the Wanamakers gave us this and they're like, Oh my bad. Okay. Because they weren't used to having media there. So they are getting used to and even the vendors. If they've been going for the last four or five years, the vendors and the people who do the same booze every year, even they're used to us being there now. So that does help. Right. A little bit. And, and I'll tell you another thing, and, and we could certainly turn you on to a couple of booze that uh, we know some, my wife's got, I can't remember the guy's name with the t-shirts. Uh, Ghost and I have multiple relationships. You've got uh, oh, yeah. Scott, you've got Scott with um, Celtic holsters. You've got Fort Scott. I don't know if Fort Scott's going to be there or not. You've got, uh, uh, good Lord, you've got high caliber targets, potentially bullseye holsters. You've got uh, uh, what is the cool fire trainer, right? You've got uh, black rain, black rain. Yeah, I was going to mention them. So um, a potential here, uh, too, is that what you is another perk to maybe starting out the day with somebody that you that you know or you're comfortable with. Because you set up that and you're filming, other people see that because they're not used to that going on, right? So that le leads a little, at least people within earshot or eye shot of that and seeing that going on, right? Then they they it clicks and they understand, hey, these folks are media. Um, one thing that I wanted to throw out there because uh, it was mentioned, uh, you know, G Webs has been to to many of the shows before. Mystic, that guy's wife, uh, snob out there, several others, uh, and all the times that I've been, um, I've never seen anybody that wasn't associated with our group that was doing media ever. Yep, exactly. Ever. Now, I did run into a guy one time, uh, and what's interesting is how many times have we seen Hickok there? <laughs> Every single time, I think. Um, uh, but yeah, he does there at least one day every every yeah, show. Yeah. And, but he is uh he does not do media. He is there for his own personal enjoyment for sure. Uh which is great. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um but yeah, I, I 
I've seen one other guy that I ran into, and he had some weird gear, like in you know, a harness. He had a harness on that had some like weird gear, and I was like, "What? What is this?" I was like, "What's going on?" And and anyway, we got to talking, and he does a, um, uh, like legit like radio. He's a part of like a legit radio show, and he was there, like asking questions and stuff like that. He did not even have, he didn't have a media pass, but you know, I said something to him about, yeah, we, you know, we work media. I noticed that just, I was just curious because you didn't have a media pass, you know? And he's like, Oh, they've never said anything because all I do is audio, (laughs) which would make sense. I mean, that makes sense. Sure. You know, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of weird that that doesn't click. And when you think media, you think just pictures and video, that guy could be going around getting people saying God knows what. Right. And so does that need to be regulated, washed out for just a little bit? Maybe. Right. Um, G web says, uh, the evolution of the community gun creators offering the show vendors an introduction to the web and social media. That is, uh, as pro gun community and no i mean absolutely absolutely there is people uh there was people blown away <laughs> this last time um i purchased a, a uh a lee infield and paid for it through paypal uh allegedly let's put Alleg- that, right? allegedly um and that freaked a lot of people out they were like what in the what you, you could do that <laughs> i'm like well it depends on how you do it, right? Yeah, if PayPal doesn't know, they don't know. You know. Um, but, yeah, the guy at the booth was a young enough guy. I took a shot because I didn't have the cash on me, you know. Uh, have either and, uh, you brought the, your, your own guns to sell there? No, I never I never have. No. Um, I'm leery of that being that I'm coming from Texas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, some people are leery about buying out of state, and obviously I couldn't do you know, pistols or anything like that. I can do long guns, but, um, but then the other part of that is I don't sell anything either. So that, that makes it really easy for me. Cause I don't very, very rarely do, do I let one slip through my hands? Yeah. I, I rarely let one slip through, but it's usually for a reason. Yeah. Now, uh, get over grandpa says, did they have a second floor or is that shot show? Uh, shot show has multiple floors, bro. Uh, but, uh, there's, there's, Technically, two floors, I guess. I'll call um, them levels. levels. They're levels. Yeah. 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 But I think, yeah, I think they do say the lower level when they say it. But um, it's one big, huge building. They used to assemble oil derricks or some kind of stuff in there. Um, but there's one level and then um, probably not even halfway, probably 75%, 60 to 75% is the upper level. And then they've got an area that they call the lower level. You go down some steps. Now, with that being said, just to throw this out there for those looking to attend, uh, footage looking out from the upper level over the lower level uh, and getting some pan footage for B-roll or intro or something like that, uh, it's a great opportunity. So I would advise you to uh, take advantage of that if you can. Good tip. Um, The only issue is you've got to be careful because they've got skylights. And when you do that, I don't know what direction that is. I think I think that's facing east, if I'm if I'm right. And I may be wrong with that. But um but either way, the light coming in from those skylights a lot of times will mess with you. So if you can time it when like a cloud is coming over or something like that, it works out a lot better. Uh, or earlier or later in the day works out a lot better to get that footage uh, than to go like during the middle of the day, lunchtime, you know, one, two o'clock, something like that. Uh, but yeah, um, can, um, can definitely check that out. Um, yeah. What else? What else? Um, yeah. Gunsop says lower levels on the East end. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I got, had my bearings right on that. I've been there. I don't know how many times and I still get confused by that um, do you guys typically carry like a small little sack to carry your stuff in or back, you know, back, what, backpack, backpack? Carry okay. a backpack yeah yeah backpack we go in through the media uh through the vendor doors on the north end um and so yeah we can go in and we, we don't 
we, we don't ever have any problems. Have your media pass, have all that go in and you're fine. Um, but yeah, definitely backpack. Um, now I will leave my backpack. Typically my backpack stays at the staging area because somebody is usually there at any given time throughout the day. We'll have somebody, cause there's a lot of people that are in our circle that they'll go for the show right? They don't do any content stuff, but they utilize our table to sit down and rest, right? And so, and that's fine because that that's a body there and we can leave our stuff if we need to. So a lot of times I will take my camera, my microphone, my whatever I need, right? Um, and then my bag that may have extra batteries, extra whatever it might be, I'll leave that at the table. So I'm not, uh, I'm not having to haul a bag around the entire time I'm walking around, uh, that gets to be a pain in the neck, uh, as well. So yeah, with, uh, yeah, with that, that was, uh, kind of Papa and what he was, he was thinking about ghost. I'm going to come to you with that one on, um, and, and again, we're going to talk kind of about past shows and things we've done here in a little bit to give folks some ideas too. Um, when we get to that, everybody out there in the live chat, uh, you'll throw some ideas out there, uh, or if you're a replay, even throw them down in the comments below, but, um, ghost, as far as this show and kind of getting back in the saddle and, you know, what are some of the things you're looking forward to? Yeah, I'm looking, I mean, uh, so many different layers of why I'm excited about this one. One, get to see people. It's been a, over a year since I've really seen any of my friends, you and Snob and, and Armentia and Stacy and, and, and hopefully Gary. And and there'll be some people that are coming this year for the first time. 45 Alpha, uh, DJ Play Nice, possibly Defense Dad, you know, different people that I haven't met in person yet. So that's exciting in, in itself. Um, as far as the show itself, I'm interested into seeing – I know what things are going here, either in Facebook groups or at local gun shops or whatever, or online prices of guns. I'm interested to see if that carries over inflated prices, because we all know that gun shows in general have typically a little bit of inflated prices. I'm wanting to see specifically there's a company there. It's there. There's actually a couple of them that you could usually buy an AR for $300. They'll build it right there in front of you, three to three to three fifty. I want to see what that's at. Is, is that is that still going to be a three hundred dollar AR, or is it going to be a six hundred dollar AR this year? Uh, I'm looking to see what prices are. I'm looking to see um, how many people are actually there with booths because a lot of these gun shops may not have guns right now, so they may not have the reason to have a booth this year. So there's going to be that whole dynamic as well. I'm, I'm wanting to see a lot of that stuff as to what inventory is like, what the prices are like, and see how it plays because I know what it's out there on online and the general public. So that's kind of the biggest thing I'm looking at seeing how it how it how it goes. Right, and then you've got uh, you know several relationships as well with folks that are there. So it's an opportunity yeah. to a little FaceTime with with those folks see them and, and do some, and it sounds bad, but you know, spend an hour or so in their booth with them, you know, do a little booth appearances with a couple of people. I'm sure you'll have some booth appearances uh, with companies that you've worked with. And, and more than anything else, it's, it's, yes, it's, it's getting content, but you're helping their business as well. You're trying to get people to come to their booth. And if you can bring in a couple of people, um, that's kind of cool as well. And, and, and the funny thing is, is a lot of the, the industry side, the manufacturers and uh, we got this year, the gun cleaners will be there for the first time. But, you know, you yep. get Fort Scott, you get Black Green and you get Celtic holsters and high caliber targets, all these companies that are actual industry companies. They like having us there at their booths with cameras and lights and microphones because people are curious in general so they see someone over there with lights and a camera and a microphone being interviewed. They're going to be like, what's that booth about? So it draws people just doing content for them. Not only helps get their on YouTube or Instagram, but it, the people at the show are going to be instantly curious as to why is the media at that booth? What's going on at that booth? Right. So it helps bring people to their booths as well. 
now snob out there. He says he thinks it'll be more of a collector show this year. You don't see as many of the new gun vendors uh, this time, but he may be wrong. Uh, and that, that may entirely be true. Um, you know, some of the, I think some of the businesses, if you're talking about like the industry side of things, you got to realize that if nothing else for them, it's a write-off, right? And so not having any last year, um, it's just one more event they can go to and write those tables and that time spent and stuff off. Um, they got well, that five was- How about uh, how are people, uh, businesses, companies recovering after not having gun shows the past year? Yeah, there's there's a lot of different angles that you could play it as a creator. Um, you could even get into a situation where it's a, a poll of the crowd. Uh, you know, if again, if you've got their, um, uh, if you've got their, what am I thinking? Their graces, their blessing, <laughs> their permission. Uh, say, you mind, you know, as you know, you've got to give your name, maybe give your first name, or you don't even have to do that, but mind answering a few questions and maybe throw out a few like that guy's wife media and put their little montage from the show. Um, it could be legislative questions. It could be, you know, questions on the, the, you know, firearm industry, ammo shortage, whatever, right? Uh, well, and well, I'm so sorry I'm late, but what show? The largest gun show in the world, the Wanamaker Tulsa Arms Show. That's what we're talking about. So, um, Snob says, yeah, I see the industry type being there, just not so much gun stores per se. Yeah, I would, uh, I, it would not surprise me. Um, as far as me, uh, you know, the reason I bring up the relationships uh, to Ghost there was, yeah, I've got a couple. Uh, two in particular that, uh, and this is the importance sometimes of something like Wanamaker, because where I've met these folks, and they have been instrumental to the channel and some of the things that I'm able to do. Um, uh, Ghost mentioned high caliber targets, and yeah, Kirk uh, and the uh, the high caliber targets crew. Uh, first of all, it gives me a chance to buy some product from them, which uh, I don't know that I've ever taken anything from them free. Um, but uh, I may have, but I don't know. Uh, but it gives me a chance to see some of the stuff because they've got some really unique targets and other things that they cut out um, and and kind of lay hands on some of the different product, which is which is nice as well. Uh, but more importantly, just to be able to have a conversation with them and kind of update them on how the channel's going and, and what's going on and kind of talk about the future and, and different things because they do um, – graciously give away a six inch still target every month, every single month and have for years now, uh, to one lucky Patreon member. Uh, so, uh, shameless plug, but, uh, yeah, perk of perk of being a $5 a month or higher member over on Patreon. Uh, and then also, uh, Russell with outdoor products plus, uh, who makes a crap ton of gun shows and, and might have the cheapest paper targets that you could ever buy anywhere. Um, even if you order them online uh, and, and have them shipped, I think $50 or more is, is free shipping. And yeah, I'm kind of shamelessly plugging these companies. But again, met them at Wanamaker, excellent people, and have been super supportive of the channel and my endeavors and and uh, uh, wanting to offer offer things back, right? And so they give away a pack of targets uh, over on the Patreon every month as well. So great to get some FaceTime with them and, and just hang out and talk to some really good people. Um, you know, that you've got, you know, the, the friends, you know, the other like Scott with Celtic and, um, and my ammo collection guy, collectors guy, uh, just a normal guy. He doesn't run a business. I've known him for years though. Known him before we even went to, uh, Wanamaker, uh, found him off in the corner and I'm like, what are you doing here? You know? And I knew that he, um, cause he's on a lot of forums and other things and collects, uh, collects old, older ammunition and rare ammunition. And he makes the show every single time. So now I'll make it a point to go do some content with him and he'll give us a little history lesson, you know, uh, kick the camera on. He'll give us a little history lesson behind some obscure, weird cartridge or whatever it might be. So all of that's enjoyable. Um, ghost picture the Philly cheesesteak. I'm not big into Philly cheesesteak, but I got to tell you. They've got dipping dots. They've got great burgers. They've got great pretzels. They've got the food. It's going to be pricey. It's going to be pricey. Um, but especially after the dieting and everything else, uh, I'm, I'm sort of looking forward to a pretzel. Not going to lie about that. 
um, and might have to partake of some dipping dots while I'm there as well. So, you know, the food is important, but, um, yeah, just being able to, being able to hang out with people in general, right. Whether it be fellow creators or just people that come in for the show, because there's a lot of those like Wes, seen Wes out there earlier. Um, you know, we see Wes, I think 38 super partisan. There's several that they don't really create content, but you know, they're there at the show. And so it's great to hang out with all of those people that we hang out with online all the, all the time. It seems right. Um, but it's great to hang out, you know, in person for sure. Uh, and then, um, you know, also you've got, um, the opportunity, just the vibe there, right. Um, shot show has its own vibe. NRA has its own vibe. Wanamaker typically has its own vibe. And so it's going to be really interesting with going through 2020 with the election, with not having a show with, that's one of my biggest things is I am super curious to see what that vibe is going to be. You know what I mean, ghost? Oh yeah. And it, it, it's one of those that once again, it's a gun show. This is not an industry event. It's a gun show, but it's a gun show that literally come, people come from literally all over the country and so a lot of times I get stuck in my bubble here in Arkansas where a vibe might be certain here. We're not, you know, we're a very gun friendly state and all that, but it's also nice to talk to people that are from Washington state that come down, you know, I mean, we've had people come from Connecticut and Maine and all these places, but to, to meet different people at this gun show, not only to get the vibe of the gun show in general, but get the vibe and say, Hey man, I see that, you know, we're in the parking lot smoking and you've got a night license plate from North Dakota. We've seen How Alaska, dude. We've seen Alaska. We've seen Alaska. Yeah. And it's Literally. like, what's wow. the vibe up there right now? Like, you know, how's it going up there? And most of us say, I'm here for a reason, aren't I? You know, it'd be a smart Alex, but I mean, but it is, if, if you see people from literally, I mean, you can just go through the parking lot and I bet you you're going to get 35 to 40 states of the 50 that are going to be in the parking lot. Easy. So if you take the time, you can meet some really interesting people and not only see the vibe of the show, but ask them the vibe of where they're from and with legislation and all of that stuff. It could be, it, it's a, it's really interesting conversations you have outside. That can be a great point. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, we mentioned Alaska, you know, prior to um, us kind of working media um, and the only content that I really seen out there if you type wanamaker tulsa arm show or just tulsa arm show or wanamaker gun show even um you know you go to images or you go to videos there was this one channel i think it was called alaskan granny right when you said alaska that that reminded me um but what's cool is since we've kind of started this tradition and and we've been doing this um you go you go search that now you're going to find my content ghost. You're going to find uh, that guy's wife or gun gals. You're going to find uh, snob. You're going to find obnoxious Sarge gizzard. Uh, good Lord. Who am I forgetting? Calaveras was there one year. Calaveras yeah. was there one year and had some. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's night just, strike roll call. Yep, yeah. Yep. Both of them had some, uh, Travis P. Evans went live from there. Um, now that I think about it, um, yeah, there's just so much, right? That um, we just, we just, our little group, right, is just dominated. So that's been something great to see, is that, and it's something that the show itself, not to come full circle back into the show, you know, appreciating what we do, but that is, that is literally showing our work. Because prior to our involvement, there was one channel from Alaska that was really the their their publicity. Right. And now they've got all of this different content from different people from all across the country doing things, which is which is amazing. And that's what we that's what we want to see, I think, at the end of the day. Um, uh, I'd like to point out that Snob yeah. says they do have airports there. So there are people uh, I mean, we, we know that, um, you know, Cycle Camp flies in there when he does come. He flies in from Connecticut. Um so I know that 
and the way things are right now, plane tickets are pretty cheap because they're begging people to come fly. So if it's an 18-hour drive for someone, but you can find a flight for $200, you're going to spend less on that flight than you would in gas probably right. on a drive. So right. we have plenty of people there with vehicles that can very easily come pick you up at the airport. Not a problem. Matter of fact, we there's a chance that we might be staying at a hotel near the airport or something. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where if, if you're flying, you don't have to worry about renting a car. There's enough right. of us there that you can catch a ride with and all that. So if that's your hinder, well, don't think about that. And that's a great point too. I mean, if you're, if you're thinking about this, whether it's travel arrangements like that uh, or whether it's lodging or something like that, uh, get with myself, ghost, get with snob, get with anybody that's been there. We snob lives there. So Wes, even out there, if you can get old, him is, is a good resource and they can kind of give you an idea whether that's a bad neighborhood or, you know, bad spot to stay or something like that. You certainly don't want to end up in the murder hotel, which is, yeah, I was gonna say, that I we, we made that mistake once and only once. Yeah. Uh, now ghost and I, I think the, was it the first time we were in the airport hotel? It wasn't bad. You had to bring uh, your own light bulbs, but the room itself wasn't right. bad. There was one working light bulb in the end. No, there was one light bulb, period. There was um, one light bulb, yes. Period. It's not that the other ones were burnt out. It was like there was literally one light bulb and one lamp, and that was the only light bulb in the place. Now, I still contend that whoever had that room previous pulled a Ross and stole all the light bulbs, but that's just me. If you've ever watched Friends, you know that connotation. If not, then I'm sorry you lived such a miserable life. But um, I think that's what's happened personally. But, yeah, we had to swap the light bulb around wherever we uh, need a light bulb, unfortunately. Yeah, that might have been a room they rent by the hour. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and, you know, and if you have to change out an alternator in a vehicle, there are hotel parking lots that you will, that will allow you to do that as well. Yeah, and if and if it just so happens that you sell weed, you've got it made in Tulsa. Yes. I'm just saying. Yes. All well, you have to looking, do, if you're looking for weed, it's probably readily available. Probably so. <laughs> but in, in order to sell your weed, all you literally have to do is work on an alternator and in the parking lot and people will think you're selling weed for whatever reason um apparently that's the that's the thing that's the uh what do they call it the disguise they use or whatever um i need to go down and get my alternator work done is code word for i need to go buy weed i guess in tulsa i, I don't know yeah, um, the the dope man is called the alternator guy now. <laughs> right i guess i guess so um so yeah with uh with that uh Heck, we're about an hour. I think we 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 beat the horse to death. Uh, again, if you got questions, if if you if you get wind of this, whether you're live, whether you're in a replay, uh, if you've been before and you've got helpful comments or anything like that, then definitely throw uh, those down in the comments below. All that good stuff. Uh, if you're considering going, by all means, uh, highly recommended. I don't think you would be at all disappointed if you could make it. Uh, so again, get with somebody if you've got questions or whatever. Uh, with that said, I'm going to run this one through the room. We're going to uh, to close it out on a Thursday night, which is is pretty cool. One of the quickest nerd talks ever. But uh, Papa, we'll let you jump in here. Um, just last thoughts and plugs, promos, whatever else you've got you need to uh, say, then uh, get it done. Yeah. I I am excited to uh, be able to have the opportunity to go to this show this time. I was able to schedule stuff. So, um, you know, make some more industry contacts, hopefully make some great friends over it, um, get some videos out of it. I've, I'm, I'm really psyched about going. Um, I've got a video coming out tomorrow, noon central. Uh, the old gunsmith found a, an 1870 uh, U.S. Navy marked rolling block that we're kind of introducing to the channel and going over so i real excited about that one we had a fun time when we did that video and, but coming up to this show i'm i'm getting psyched uh ghost you're up yeah whether or not you're going to the show as a content creator or just going as someone who goes to the show if you watch any of our stuff or have been on our you know even if you we don't know your name or you haven't been on live streams or whatever. If you watch our content, um, first of all, come find our table and we'll always have some swag stickers, business cards, all that stuff. More importantly, 100%. come say, come say hi. Um, 
it's awesome. But if you, if you do come, whether or not it's a cookout depends on if we get a VRBO or whatever, but something will do a cookout. But ultimately at least one night, everyone that's there that we know, we all go out to dinner. So if you're at the show and you know, snob or me or Clover or 45 or whoever's there and you know us from our stuff, come say hi. And if we go to dinner, you're more than welcome to come to dinner with us. And that's part of the, 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 the brotherhood and, uh, the fellowship of it. It's, it's awesome. So we utilize it as a social event as well. It's good to see everybody. So don't be afraid to come by and stop by and say, Hey, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would second that. We have closed down the Genghis Grill more than once. More than once. Well, uh, we go to Genghis Grill just to see how much crap you can stuff in a bowl. Well, that's that's almost worth the trip in itself. I will tell you, um, the key is the broccoli fence. Everybody knows that. But, um, you know, I'll tell you, a phone call I'm going to have to make, uh, and I'm going to make this before I go. Uh, I, I had heard tell that Genghis Grill, because of the cough cough, was not allowing people to like make their own bowls or whatever. And so we need to know that before we attempt to go. I certainly want to because I don't get to go to Genghis Grill that often. Uh, the two closest ones to me at this point, long ago, they've closed down. Um, and I love this stuff. But um, so I'm going to call ahead of time and I'm going to see if we're able to make our own bowls. If not, then we might have to hang out at the Krispy Kreme once the lights come on, if you know what I mean. Um, down, down and with you that and too. I had a great idea of finding a Wendy's and yep. getting Frosties and then going yep. get hot Krispy Kreme with the Frosties. Mm. Mm. Can't beat it. Can't. Um, it, it, it can't uh, be bad, right? No, that's amazing. I have to experience that at least once in my life. And this trip might be it now snob out there is mentioning fat guys burgers is better than genghis grill snob is not allowed to pick restaurant hashtag fake news that's he's just not um snob there is a water burger snob, right snob is batting too. snob is batting literal triple goose egg on recommending mexican food restaurants so hashtag tulsa mexican food sucks uh i, I apologize to tulsa and the citizens of oklahoma but it is what it is um, you need to travel a little bit south and, and uh, cross into the Texas border before you, uh, yeah, before you start yeah, you that. Know, but I've yeah. never had Whataburger, so I may be oh, to go there. Well, we will have to plan a trip to Whataburger. What, without what, what did you just say? You we, will never, oh. plan, we will okay. have to plan a trip to Whataburger. So, we will uh, go to lunch, my friend. Definitely. definitely. And we will show you what a real burger is. A real fast food burger, I should say, yeah, is all right. about. Yeah, and and I will give, I get, will say this to snob fat guys. We, I guess that's where we went that one time, and it was it was pretty good. Uh, I didn't I didn't have a problem with it. Well, I, I do want to mention food one food. thing also. Um, if you go out to dinner on your own and you order fries somewhere, don't freak out like I did when they bring you a thing of gravy for your fries that's a tulsa thing apparently <laughs> right the gravy with the fries instead of the ketchup sure yep i remember that one too so lots of good times if you want to get in on the on those good times schedule you a trip to to uh yeah schedule you a trip to tulsa and we might have to make a trip up to claremore and, and go to i'm not gonna get the name out there because i don't want everyone to know but one of the greatest breakfast places ever that g webs introduced us all to um, we might have to get up there for a breakfast as well. Just saying. All right. Um, if they're open, somebody had said they were closed down. I don't know if it was temporary oh, really? or what. Oh, yeah. No. I don't know if it was temporary or what. Snob will know for sure out there. But, uh, yeah, with that, we are, uh, we're getting the heck out of here. So we will catch you, uh, next week. Should be able to catch you next week on another, uh, nerd chat until then stay nerdy.